Friday. Yes, this is your creative training techniques tip with Becky Pike Pluth. And today we are looking at confidence. My daughter recently went off to college. Any of you guys have college kids? Oh, or not even thinking of college yet, right? You could have small ones. You could have ones that are graduated. We're all across the market. But I will tell you that she has now a totally different perspective on confidence and what it takes to have confidence in a brand new group of people that you're now living with and mama's not there. It's a big change. And one of the things that she and her sorority do is they focus on confidence of young girls. And I love it. I love that they're helping girls see their potential. And so today we're going to be talking about that, but not her, right? We're talking about building confidence for yourself as a trainer. So you're in a, think about how confident you are on a scale of one to 10, 10 saying, I am very comfortable in that ability. And one saying, you know what? I don't even know how to spell confidence. I don't know if I can even get there. So I'm just going to give you a few of my favorites. There are all sorts of other ideas that you could add in here, but here are a few that I think help build your confidence even before you can, you know, get on stage. Number one, mentor a colleague. How confident are you in your ability to do that? One to 10. Why does it matter? Well, if you can say it and talk someone through something and mentor them on it and help them get better, that's going to just increase your confidence letter level. And your, your manager is going to see, wow, that person knows a lot. Uh, next is analyzing a task. Are you able to see tasks that you've done, wrap it up in a nice picture, give it to your um, you know, manager, say, here's what I've been working on. So the, analyzing a task is number two. Writing objectives is massive. If you don't know how to do that, we have a class called uh, a crash course. It's two days on instructional design, or we have a three-day workshop on, it's face-to-face -face, on instructional design. Writing objectives is a huge part of that, and how to get it right is really important and significant. So remember, you're giving yourself a scale 1 to 10, 10 being high in your confidence level. Um, what about planning a session? How confident are you there? If you're anywhere in the middle numbers, it means you could probably do it yourself. If you're on the lower half, you probably need to get someone to proofread and maybe bounce ideas off of. Number five is constructing a performance test. What do I mean by a performance test? This is going to be like a pretest to your design work and see how current employees are doing with what's important to leadership and management. Uh, and that's just a visual. That could be you on the job with someone. That could be taking some already, you know, steady, tried and true people and having them take a quiz. Whatever that looks like, we need to see where performance is at. And constructing a test is one way to get there. Also, it's really important to ask questions and then answer questions. When you're designing or getting ready, you're building your confidence, I highly recommend a book that's now a couple decades old. I know you're like, whoa, uh, but it's called The Question Behind the Question. And I love that book. It's evergreen. And it really just allows you to see a question for the face value, but how you can write a better question 
is right behind. And then answering questions is also significant. How do you go about doing that? I typically answer questions in a couple of ways. One, I'll answer it myself. That's a good good way to do it. If I don't know the answer, I'll phone a friend and I let everybody in the audience know like, Hey, put it up on the ask it basket. I'm going to make a couple calls, see what my peers and colleagues say, and I'll get back to you. And then the third way is, Hey, you're asking a, a question specific to your role. Let's do this at tables, tables, team leader, whiteboard ideas. What could we do to fill in the blank? you know, whatever that happens to be. So those are three ways that I go about helping to answer questions when I'm in a in the session, actually in the session. Providing key feedback is going to be key, especially if you do like presentation skills classes as part of your curriculum. You need to be able to give good feedback in a kind manner. So are you confident in that? Are you a 10, a 9 in that? Or eh, not so much. I don't do a lot of that. You're 3, 2, 5, whatever it might be. Uh, a next one is handling a flip chart. I know this sounds funny, but a lot of times people talk to the flip chart. Why don't you create your flip chart in advance and then just add a few words as you're talking to your audience? They're going to be duplicating that in their workbook. So just write, what I say is talk, turn, twist. We're going to talk about what we're going to be writing. We want to turn and write it, and then we want to twist back and put our hand on the board where we want it saying, hey, here's what we're looking at. So those are just a couple of confidence questions for you to ask yourself when you're getting ready to kind of plan your next, next session or start rolling it out. We'll see you next Friday for another creative training technique tip.